Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 136, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So, boys and girls, we are back. If you're listening later in the year, or in a later year altogether, well, you won't have noticed. But Marvin and I had to take a sneaky two-week break, just because we had a ton of stuff going on at church. But we are back, back to Romans, ready to go. Hi, everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. So, Marvin, how was your break? Oh, Dave, it was flat Out. Yeah, busy, busy, busy. Yep, me too. There has been a lot of stuff going on. Oh yeah, there sure has, Dave. But, you know, it is good to be back, and I am ready to get right back into Romans. Okay, fantastic. But, well, before we get back to Romans, it is, of course, Monday. (laughs) It's Monday, it's Monday, it's Bible Racing Monday. Where's that verse? What's that word? Find it fast and beat the herd. It's Monday, it's Monday, it's Bible Racing Monday. (laughs) Okay, so Dave, yeah, any more badge winners show themselves over the break? Nope, I'm glad to say there have still been no others, just the one winner so far. So, well, let's see if we can keep that going, Marvin. Okay, well, yeah, last time we were in Matthew, I think, so, well, today we're going to look for a verse in Habakkuk. Oh, I see. Okay, so why Habakkuk? Oh, just because it's fun to say, Dave. Habakkuk, Habakkuk, Habakkuk. Okay, fair enough. Well, what verse are we going to be looking for? Uh, Today, we're looking for Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 2. Okay, got it. Well, yep, I've got my Bible here. Yep, and I've got my stopwatch. So, Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 2. Find it in 3, 2, 1, go. Okay, Jeremiah, farther than that, Ezekiel, Hosea. Ooh, Habakkuk chapter 1, 2, Lord! Ooh, that felt like a good one, Marvin. Yeah, I got pretty lucky and opened it to the right page on, like, my third try. Oh, yeah, Dave. Yeah, that was quick. That might be your fastest ever. That was 5.64 seconds. Yeah, I think that's my best ever. So, boys and girls, if you win a badge this week, well, you have earned it. So, you know the drill. Let us know. But, Marvin, I think it's time for us to get back to Romans. Okay, yeah. Yep, let's moo it, Dave. Right. Okay, so last time we were in Romans, Paul was talking about being circumcised and how God's people shouldn't just be outwardly circumcised, their hearts needed to be circumcised. They needed to love and follow him because, as always, it's the condition of someone's heart that God cares about. Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Right, so now we've reached chapter 3. And, you know, Paul can guess what people might be saying after they hear that. Oh, what might they be saying, Dave? Well, they might be asking, so is being Jewish no good at all? Does that not mean anything? Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, and so in today's reading, well, Paul is going to answer that question for them. Okay, gotcha. So, Dave, who's reading for us and, you know, what are we listening for? Well, this week, as we get going again, I'm going to turn it over to you guys. Oh, moo, hooray! Yep, so today we're going to have the professor, and he's going to read Romans chapter 3, verse 1 to 8. And here's the question. So, what does Paul say the Jews were given? Oh, okay. And then, Paul says that God is certainly what? Okay, so what were the Jews given, and God is certainly what? Got it. 
Okay, so, Professor, no jingle for you today. Oh, what? No jingle? Oh, Dave, everyone loves my jingle. Okay, you know what? Fine. So, Romans chapter 3, verse 1 to 8, please. Ah, you got it, Dave. So, here we go. Is there any advantage in being a Jew? Is there any value in being circumcised? (laughs) There is great value in every way. First of all, the Jews have been given the very words of God. What if some Jews were not faithful? Will the fact that they weren't faithful keep God from being faithful? Not at all. God is true, even if every human being is a liar. It is written, you are right when you sentence me. You are fair when you judge me. Doesn't the fact that we are wrong prove more clearly that God is right? Then what can we say? Can we say that God is not fair when he brings his anger down on us? As you can tell, I am just using human ways of thinking. God is certainly fair. If he weren't, how could he judge the world? Someone might argue, when I lie, it becomes clearer that God is truthful. It makes his glory shine more brightly. So why then does he find me guilty of sin? Why not say, let's do evil things so that good things will happen? Some people actually lie by reporting that this is what we say. They are the ones who will rightly be found guilty. Okay, thanks, Professor. Oh yeah, no worries, Dave. Ah, I love reading the Bible. Okay, Marvin. So what did God give the Jews? Oh, it was the very words of God, Dave. Yeah, yeah, that part was right at the start, huh? Yep, that's right. Paul says, of course being Jewish is special. God chose their people to give his word to. All the scriptures of the Old Testament. Yes, the Jewish people didn't do a great job of following his law. They abandoned God, but that doesn't mean that God abandoned them. God is still faithful. Always has been, always will be. Uh, Yeah, yeah, so the Jewish people can still be glad to be Jewish, yeah? Because God did some pretty special stuff for them and, don't you know, through them, yeah. Uh Yeah, that's right, Professor, thanks. Now, then Paul goes on to another question, because apparently some people had been saying that this was what Paul had been preaching. So the question goes something like this. They were saying, okay, when we lie and sin and do a terrible job of following God, well, doesn't that make God's faithfulness even more amazing? Oh, well, I guess it kind of does. I mean, sort of. Yep, and then they would say, well, if that's true, if my sin makes God look even better, well, then shouldn't God thank me for sinning? And isn't it unfair of God to judge and punish me for that sin? Oh, well, that seems wrong. Yeah, 
It was. Paul says no to that. He says that God is certainly, well, what, Marvin? Oh, yeah, yeah. He said God is certainly fair. Yep, God is certainly fair. And basically, that way of thinking is dumb. Paul says that, yes, if I was going around actually preaching that, then you should condemn me because it's just nonsense. God will judge sin as he should, as he always has, as he will. He doesn't need your sin to make him look good. That's just silly. Yeah, it sure seems like it. So, boys and girls, God gave the people of Israel, the Jews, his word. And what a gift that is. A gift that has been shared around the world. A gift that has been shared with you. 66 books of God showing you who he is and how much he loves you. We've been opening that gift together for almost 400 days now. So, well, today, let's thank God for his word. Thank him for revealing himself to us so that we can know him. Oh, yeah, Yeah, I'm sure glad of that, Dave. Yep, me too, Marv. And, well, that will do it, boys and girls. It's good to be back, but we will see you tomorrow for another Moose Day Tuesday. Yeah, awesome. Okay, well, bye, everyone. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.